Woo! Welcome everybody to the Lines and Laces Podcast. I am your illustrious host, Ace Bug. Let's jump into these sports topics for today. Bang! Man, we're gonna let it breathe for a second, man. Welcome back to another episode of the Lines and Laces Podcast. I am your illustrious host, Ace Bug, man, and I'm back. We full throttle, we locked and loaded, NBA playoffs, NFL draft, shake and bake. What we going to talk about, man? Where we going to go? We got a lot of places, a lot of stuff to talk about. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Uh, man, we get ready to light it back up, man. Summer coming. Uh, we've had some college football spring games. The Ohio State University, that spring game was back. Uh, Maryland, a couple of other Big Ten. Uh, man. Exciting weekend, exciting week for sports. Got a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of upcoming. So let's jump right into it. First and foremost, gotta talk college football. Gotta talk the Ohio State University, man. Um, and before we start any spring game, man, uh, shout out to CJ Stroud for putting on, um, you know, a little honorable little mention for that boy Dwayne Hassan's wearing number seven, man. That, that, that was major, man. Um, not sure even what happened to the young man. You know, heard a lot of different reports. Uh, you know, long story short, car you know crossed the interstate, ended up getting hit by a dump truck. Um, not sure the reason or the cause. Um, reports say there was a young lady in the vehicle as well. Um, but man, you know, what 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 a great kid. Um, you know, if you know anything about Dwayne Hassan, you know there's a video floating around from he was in like seven or eight years old telling him he was going to be the starting quarterback for the Ohio State University. Um, and break records, and he did just that. Um, Rocky early on as far as NFL career trying to get on, but as a man and as a person, man, I only know that he was growing, changing, um, finding himself, and really trying to step into his own there at Pittsburgh. Uh, so, man, press his family, loved ones, uh, Ohio State supporters, Pittsburgh Steelers reporters, Washington Commanders reporter, I mean, um, supporters, you know, everybody out there, if you, if you supported Dwayne in any, any any form or fashion, you know, my heart goes out to you. Um, and I hope that young man um, is at peace, is at peace for sure. So, moving on, man. Spring game looked absolutely amazing. We got some, we got some talent coming. We did lose a ton of receivers, um, but I think we replaced with a ton more, man, a ton more. We got a lot of studs coming out, man. Be careful. Um, I think Ohio State is going to make some noise this year. Uh, I'm not going to say national championship, but I think um, a lot of those early struggles in the season last year, especially with CJ, um, is going to be alleviated this year. I think we're going to see a lot more efficient, clean CJ Stroud, more towards what we saw towards the end of that season last year. Now, uh, NFL draft, man, is coming up. Not this coming weekend, but the following weekend. And, man, it's, it's, it's going to be hard-hitting, man. It's going to be hard-hitting. Uh, I don't think this is a star-studded draft as some as far as, like, a quarterback or just, like, a generational talent. I think there's going to be a lot of, like, good players, players that are going to fill slots and make names for themselves. I don't think, you know, the greatest wide receiver coming out is coming out of his class, but they are some deep, deep, deep receivers, man. And then... You know, of course, top of the draft, they right now they got NC State's uh Uguokwan out of uh NC State, 6'4 offensive lineman. 
I think he traditionally plays left tackle. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. And then Aiden Hutchinson, man, if you guys don't remember Aiden Hutchinson, I surely do. He ruined my Ohio State-Michigan game, man. He absolutely left a mark. I think he played a really big, you know, reason into why Michigan defense was the way they were last year, um, why he completely wrecked um, Ohio State's offense in that whole game. So, man, I, you know, him being a top top two pick makes all the sense in the world. Um, we got Thibodeau, a Thibodeau uh, Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon, the edge rusher. Absolute stud, man. Um, just I'm just going to shout out a couple of notable names, man. Uh, Garrett Wilson from the Ohio State University, man. They got him going to Atlanta, man. They're trying to retool that offense. And, you know, Garrett Wilson. And I had a buddy of mine tell me this, man. And, you know, I was always a big Chris Olave. I was always a big Chris Olave fan, bro. I was my guy. He was their big play receiver at Ohio State. But uh, my guy, Jason, man, he uh, shout, out, shout out my boy, Jay Norwood, man. Um. He always would tell me, we go back and forth about the receivers. He said, man, Garrett Wilson, I'm telling you, Nate, is the best receiver on that team. And I'm like, man, I don't know. And he said this probably about week two, three last year. And by the end of the year, man, I couldn't I couldn't even argue with him. Couldn't even argue with him, man. So shout out to him, man. He, he, he definitely turned my nose in the correct direction there. Uh, Malik Willis, man. He's so super interesting, man. Super, 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 super interesting. Um, Seattle's getting that pick from Denver. So they're... They're projected to pick him at nine. Um, similar, man. Similar similar to Russell Wilson. Um, a lot more raw. You know, he doesn't have some of the, you know, accuracy and just as mature as Russell Wilson was coming out of the draft and being able to command. Um, he's coming from a somewhat smaller program. And, you know, he's slightly smaller than Russell Wilson. Slightly. Not much, but, you know, similar structure and build. Um they got that star-studded uh, receiver out of USC, Drake London. Um, project him to go to the Jets to try to help out those young quarterbacks, whoever ends up uh, taking the whim there. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. And then we're starting to ease kind of down the, the, the first round. Um, and so, folks, that I, you know, I watched a few Ole Miss games last year, Matt Corral. Um, quarterback out of Ole Miss, they got him going uh, 19 to the Saints. And, I mean, I guess, you know, uh, me personally, you know, I would think uh, quarterback out of Cincinnati would get an earlier nod. Um, Ritter, I, I just assumed he would. I mean, he had a heck of a season. Um, he put, you know, Cincinnati, a power five school, in, in the mix, man. Put him in the playoffs and put him in the mix. And still – you know, completely talently overmatched and still, you know, found a way to, I think, at least make a decent decent of it, decent game of it. So, that's to be interesting, man. We scroll on down, man, to my guy, Chris Olave. Um, he, they got him going to Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, man. I think that would be absolutely major, man. I'd be excited to actually see that, man. Um, yeah, that, that would be fun, man. I think... Chris Olave will do really well in that offense. Um, take the top off. Um, Lazard, I think between him and Lazard, they're going to have to try to, you know, make up for Devontae Adams now absence. So, you know, we'll see there. Uh, we got Kenny Pickett, quarterback out of Pittsburgh. Man, small hands. Got him going to Detroit. Um, I think if he was going to have a career, the fact that he's going to Detroit just ended that, man, because I don't <laughs> – 
I don't know too many. Um, I don't know too many folks that can really go to Detroit and, ch- and you know change it around. They've had you know talent after talent after talent after talent just completely get bogged and ran out of that city. So <laughs> good luck, good luck, man. Um, and then scrolling down, talking about who else? Desmond Ritter, the quarterback out of Cincinnati, man. They got him going all the way in uh, the second round, the fifty-second pick to uh, Pittsburgh. And right now, this is just a mock draft. They got marked up on NFL Network, but. Um, I don't know. We got to see what this quarterback could sell. Um, and that brings me to my next point, uh, Baker Mayfield. Where, where does he going to end up, man? I think Bake overplayed his hand. Um, I think Bake forgot the number one rule in this whole thing is the best ability is availability. And if you weren't 100% right, regardless of how tough warrior, you know, you are, you know, you just, just <laughs> you pretty much just destroyed your entire net worth from that tape you put on last year. Now, if you would have got hurt early in the season, just sat out, most thing that would have been fresh in most people's minds is that playoff run that you had two years back in which you beat, beat Pittsburgh. Um, but then the tape that you put in, and it was still shaky then, but that I feel like was still a high note in which you could leave off of, right? But at this point, it's like, well, am I really going to give the keys of my franchise to Baker Mayfield that, you know, doesn't really have a good control of his emotion, which he's shown in this entire process with Cleveland. Now, I agree Cleveland has gone about it in the right way, but I don't think Baker has done himself any favors in showing his professionalism, in my opinion, right? I think he's, you know, allowed Cleveland, you know, to provoke him in a bit, you know, allows the feelings and emotions to kind of get in his way. Um, he maybe made some unsound business decisions, which I understand, um, I love the game of football. I couldn't imagine playing it and having to really understand this was a business, first and foremost, more than anything else. Um, the way I love football, the way I love football, um, anybody that played with me will tell you, uh, anybody that knew me that knew I played will tell you, man, I was going to play. I was going to play regardless with my leg hanging off, my ribs cracked, uh, shoulder out of place. Didn't matter, concussion. Didn't, you know, didn't matter. Didn't matter. Not hindsight, obviously, you know, 30-year-old or 29-year-old. Uh, Ace Boog is, is, is thinking a little more differently as far as, you know, maybe some of those decisions. But, yeah, at that young age, man, yeah, reckless, man. Reckless abandonment. Um, was willing to play with that kind of reckless abandonment. And, yeah, man. So, I think, yeah, babe, I think you overplayed your hand, man. I think at this point, man, you know, you got to kind of take wherever you can go. Maybe rehab your image. Maybe take a Jameis step. You know, you're still going to get paid. So just take a step back. Maybe take a year. Go to go to Tampa. I think Tampa wouldn't be a bad option. Um, I think still Pittsburgh would still be an option, even though they just, um, you know, got Mitch Trubisky. I still think, personally, Baker Mayfield is better than Mitch Trubisky. I think they do a lot of the same similar things, running a similar style of offense. Um, and I think Baker was, has shown to, you know, take a seam farther than Mitch ever could take his. So, that's my little two cents there. I mean, I'm interested to see where it'll go, where it'll work. Will they trade him at draft or will they just go ahead and cut him? Um, I'm interested to see kind of where where that'll go. And, you know, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll see, man. We'll definitely definitely be in tune with that, man. So be on the lookout for the NFL draft, man. We're going to go live for the NFL draft, um, at least the first round, just to kind of react, talk some, talk some picks, stuff like that. Um, getting ready for college football season as well. Um, yeah, yeah, so transitioning, man. Skirt, skirt, skirt. 
man. Uh, Tom Brady, man. Goodness gracious. He said he returned to the field, man, because he still he just he, he has love for it, man. He he absolutely loves it. Um, he said he just doesn't feel like he can give up the game and sleep at night. Um, and man, <laughs> man, oh man, oh man, I can't uh, I can't imagine how his family's taking that. Um, because me personally, I don't think Brady's gonna win another Super Bowl. And this is not me hating. This is just me really sitting back and looking at the landscape of the NFL. NFL in general has gotten better. His division um, is easier. So he'll probably still make it to a Super Bowl, but I don't think his team will be prepared once they get there. So hence when I don't think he'll win another Super Bowl. Not that he won't get there. I don't think he'll win another Super Bowl, man. I think um, it's Josh Allen's time right now. I think Josh Allen has a really, really good shot of going ahead. And Buffalo, that defense is nasty. I think they got a really good shot of doing it. Never count Patrick Mahomes out, ever. Um, I'm interested to see what Cleveland's going to look like, that talented behind roster, now Deshaun Watson. And then just seeing, you know, uh, is he going to get six games, eight games? How many games he's going to miss of the season? Are they going to be able to hold it kind of together, you know, until he gets back? I'm very interested to see that, man. So, um, I don't know, man. That's just my little bold Tom Brady prediction, man. So, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk a little NBA, man. We'll talk a little NBA basketball, man. Screw, screw, switching gears. First and foremost, before we dive into the complete NBA, we're going to take a little trip down memory lane. If you all aren't watching Winning Season HBO uh, on HBO Max uh, about the Showtime Lakers magic, the whole thing, man, it's a, it's a great show outside of basketball. It's a great show, and I know it's not based 100% on truth. You know, you got to make it somewhat palatable, you know, for an audience and for episodes, and you know, intriguing and interesting. It definitely is a basketball fan and somebody that just loves some of the, you know, backstories behind it. It reels you in, man. Um, and whether it's not true or not, you know, I'm sure most people are going to start running with it as true. Um so, yeah, man, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but, man, it's a lot of crazy stuff in there, man. Crazy, man. So, yeah, definitely check into that, man. Tune that in, man. Um, shout out Marcus Smart, man, from the D, Dallas-Fort Worth area, man. Um, Boston Celtics, Marcus Smart, man, defensive player of the year, bro. First time since GP. GP, are you with me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, first time since Gary Payton, man, a guard. Has won Defensive Player of the Year award, man. That is absolutely awesome. Um, he deserves it, honestly. The way Marcus Smart snaps, straps you up, dives on the ball for loose. I mean, in my opinion, it was going to be either him or Malik Bridges. And a lot of people were still saying Rudy Gobert. And Rudy Gobert blocks shots. He definitely does. But nobody's scared of Rudy Gobert. Man, I, I'm going to try Rudy Gobert every time. He's going to block me every time, more than likely. But I'm still going to try him. Every time, because he's just not, like, I don't know, intimidating. Like, physically just imposing, you know? Like, he doesn't make me go, God, dog, man. I don't want to have to keep dealing with that boy. You know, like, back in the day, for example, like, winning season, Spencer Haywood, he was known. Spencer Haywood was known as the enforcer, known to come in and lay the wood, lay the hat. And that's what defensive specialists have always been. Pit bulls, man. Rottweilers. They hound you. They like you. You don't even like playing against them because they don't quit. You like God, dog. I mean, that's how I used to play basketball. When I play pickup, when I play around, my like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm checking you, bro. I'm strapping in. You're not getting no easy buckets. You're gonna have to really come out here and cook me. 
really come out here and cook me because I'm not finna just come out here and, and, and olay you to the basket. Just not what I, how I'm built. And I think Malik Bridges, Marcus Smart, for sure, was built like that, man. He's been built like that, man. Since Oklahoma State days, been built like that, man. And you know his personality. If you watch NBA, you know that man's personality. He ain't nothing to be played with ever. Not kind of, not a little bit, not nothing, you know. So, uh, moving forward, man, moving forward. Man, we had some more playoff games, man. Uh, Dallas and Utah tied that series up, man. Dallas pulled off a W without Luka. Luka did warm up but didn't play. Uh, Brunson dropped a 41-point career high, man. Goodness gracious. Jalen Brunson, man. Had 41 and 8. 41 and 8. Donovan Mitchell still did this thing with 34. But I think I already see it coming. Excuse me. Even if they do manage to make a pass to Mavericks, which if they playing like this without Luka and able to steal a game, um, I think Luka coming back. <laughs> I, I think they might get out of here. But even if they do somehow miraculously pull it out of Dallas. Uh, I think Utah's getting ready to disband that, you know, Donovan Mitchell's out. Rudy Gobert's probably out. One of them's leaving. One of them's probably going to stay. But I just think, you know, we've seen it, and they've gotten there, and it's there, and they're great through the year. And then, you know, they'll have one injury or something late, and then it just kind of all unravels. So I hope, I would love to see my boy Donovan Mitchell, which I believe is the second coming to Wayne Wade. Get him, you know, a ring in Utah, um, something that Carl Malone was never able to do, John Stockton never able to do. Um, I would love to see it happen, but, hey, you know, small market team like that, hard to keep major superstars such as those two. So, interesting, that series is tied up. Uh, the Nuggets and Warriors. Man, Jordan Poole, bro, goodness gracious, man. I got to give another, another shout-out. Another shout-out to my guy, man, my boy Dunk, Matt Ward, bro. Man, bro, he's been telling me for probably two years now, man. Jordan Poole, I'm telling you, that he liked that, bro. Like, Boog, man, I'm telling you, he liked that. He, he really liked that, right? And I'm like, man, you know, he, he's straight, man. He cool, but he, he ain't like that. Boy, he liked that. <laughs> he liked that, man. They got Curry coming off the bench. Curry dropping 34 off the bench. Jordan Poole still cooking, Cooking, bro, like, and Yoke started getting in his feelings. Gary Payton, the second, bumped him. He tried to, you know, slight fight him. And it's just, he, he getting cooked, bro. He's getting cooked. Andrew Wiggins is, is getting forgotten about because Jordan Poole is driving 29. Clay Thompson back respectfully with a 21 point. And then Curry with 34 off the bench. Ain't nothing you can do about that, bro. It's nothing you can do about it, man. So, Man, I think the Warriors are going to sweep the Nuggets, man. I think they, I'm a gentleman sweep. I think the Nuggets will get a game. Yoke and AG, Aaron Gordon will go off. Um, and I think they'll pull a game out. But, yeah, I think it'll be a gentleman sweep. Uh, the Sixers are getting absolutely – or absolutely demolishing. Excuse me. Sixers are absolutely demolishing the Raptors in that series 2-0. Um, it's not the two combination people we thought it would freaking be. We thought it would be Embiid and Harden. It's been Maxi and Harden. And beat is, you know, I mean, uh, Harden not playing absolutely terrible, but he surely is not playing, you know, out of this world basketball, right? He's playing like a, a, a decent role player. And they got a pretty good, you know, 
across the board scoring night from everybody last night. Tobias Harris had 20. Danny had 11. Dwell and B, you know, doing big man things, 31. Tyrese Max had 23. James Harden had 14, right? The Sixers are playing really good basketball. I think they're absolutely rolling right now. I think, um, in general, Dwell and B deserves to be MVP. But hear me, hear me as well. They ain't coming out the East. <laughs> Sixers not coming out the East, man. I don't care what anybody got to say about it. They're not coming out the East at all. Giannis Antetokounmpo will be representing the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals. Glad you guys tuned in to listen to hear me say that. But you already knew it, right? You already knew it, man. You already knew it, man. So, that's my little take on it, man. We got some more NBA games coming up. Uh, what is that? What is that? It is... Tonight, we got the Heat and the Hawk, man. That series, uh, Miami lead, and they shut Ice Trade down in game one. Strapped them up. Uh, Grizzly Timberwolves game, man, came down to the wire, but the Timberwolves got that that's that one that one series lead, man. Uh, Cat Cat played like a dog in that game one, man. Crunched on, crunched on my boy. Uh, yeah, man. John, man, just gotta play better, man. Just gotta play better, man, and just just handle business. Uh, Phoenix, we all know Phoenix getting ready to sweep the Pelicans. Pelicans trying to make a decent game up, but they're getting ready to get swept. Especially without Zion, they're gonna get swept. Valchunas and them boys look bad. It just it's, it, it wasn't great. So we'll see tonight, man. Hawks, Heat, Timberwolves, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Suns, man. Seven thirty, eight thirty, and ten, man. Y'all best. Y'all definitely need to tune into those games, man. And while I got y'all here, man, please, 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 man, like, comment, review, share, post, play the podcast to your friends. Share it to family. Play it at family events, man. We keep it as clean and orthodox as possible. So you can listen to it any and everywhere, man. So you ain't like, man, what is God's name are you listening to right now? Right? Um, follow us on Instagram at the L&L Podcast. Follow us on uh, the TikTok at the Lines and Laces Podcast. On Twitter at the L&L underscore pod, man. Check us out, man. Facebook, the Lines and Laces Podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Amazon Music. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we can get it. Don't If you got multiple devices, man, I'm going to need you to sign in and like it and subscribe to it on every single one of them devices. Got me? I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the hate. I appreciate the people that thought it was going to fall off because guess what? We ain't stopping. We standing up on it. We standing up on the pedal. We're going to push this thing to the max. Got it? Get it? Good. All right? Thank y'all for tuning in, man, for another episode of the Lines and Laces podcast, man. I am your illustrious host, Ace Bug, man, and I appreciate every minute that you listening. Two fingers in the sky. I'm out.